Do you long to feel more joy in work and life? Do you want to reduce stress and sleep better? Are you looking for healthy ways to cope? Join Speedway Jefferson, certified mindfulness practitioner and lawyer, and learn to operate from your peaceful path. Harness the power of mindfulness meditation to feel softer, more clear, supported, and cheerful, starting with just five minutes a day. That woman did me dirty. I want revenge. How do you find and operate from your peaceful place when your coworkers or colleagues are undermining you, being insubordinate, and making you miserable at work? Hi, and welcome to Mindful in Five, your path to peaceful performance. My name is Biwa Jefferson, and today we are talking about why you don't need to avenge the people who wrong you. I will illustrate with a story. Once upon a time, I was recruited away from the law firm I worked at to a company as associate general counsel responsible for litigation. On my very first day at the company, the litigation paralegal who had been hired before me walked into my office and said, I am not like other paralegals. I do not work for the lawyers. I do work for the general counsel and on strategic projects. So basically, what she was telling me was that even though she should have been my direct report, she was not going to do the work that I needed her to do to build out our litigation function. And she was a woman of her word. She was the most insubordinate employee I have ever had in my whole career. A simple request for information would turn into a negotiation that required 10 emails, endless negotiation, and sometimes a complaint up to my boss, the general counsel, because she just would not comply. And I'm sure some of you have experienced this where you have all kinds of trouble with an employee, and meanwhile, that employee manages so well to your boss that your boss thinks this person is amazing. Well, she was just like that. He loved her because after all, he had hired her and they got along famously because, of course, she did everything he asked immediately. And there was an aspect to this dysfunction that was simply irrational. I explained to my boss, who is a white male, that it was clear from her snarky comments and uh, behavior that this woman, who was a white woman, and older than me, had never reported to a black woman in her career. She was offended that she had to report to me. There are actually studies that demonstrate that even regardless of race, women sometimes have more difficulty reporting to other women than to men. One day, she told me she was sure she had been a paralegal long before I was even born. She was convinced that she knew more law in her little finger than I did in my entire being. When I say this woman was hostile, that is an understatement. With this kind of open hostility, you can imagine how difficult it was to work with this paralegal. In fact, it got so bad that I called my former boss and I told him that I was thinking about quitting my job and coming back to the law firm. I did not have to put up with this kind of drama at the firm. 
At that point, my former boss gave me one of the best pieces of advice I have ever received in my entire career. And I quote him to this day. He said to me, Speedway, people aren't crazy in a vacuum. She is not going to treat you that badly and perform consistently well everywhere else. Mark my words, you keep your job, be pleasant, manage her as best you can, and wait her out. I promise you, this situation will resolve itself. Let me just pause here for a second and talk about the value of having excellent mentors in your life. Had my former boss encouraged me to leave that job, I would have left in a heartbeat. But it would not have been the right move for my career, and it would not have been the right reason to leave. So I stayed, and sure enough, he was absolutely right. That paralegal didn't just get sideways with me, but she wound up being insubordinate to many of the lawyers in the department, including the general counsel himself. And once he saw clearly what I and the other lawyers were talking about, he fired her himself. There were a few ironies about the situation that struck me. First, it wasn't enough for her to aggravate me, her direct supervisor. Arguably, it wasn't even enough for her to aggravate the other lawyers. It was really when our boss experienced her behavior for himself that he was finally ready to take action. But the bigger lesson is that in the end, I did not need to exact any sort of revenge against her. Actually, The fact that I was perpetually pleasant allowed my boss and everybody else to see who was the real problem between the two of us. Now, the bad news for me was it took a year for all this to play out. But when it did, the consequence for her behavior was swift and absolute. Her departure gave me the opportunity to collaborate with the rest of my team to hire an outstanding replacement. This is just one example of a scenario that I have seen playing out with friends, colleagues in other companies and departments the world over. Perhaps you've had your own similar experience. So there are two hard lessons here, and they are hard because they're difficult to do. The primary lesson is you don't have to seek revenge against the people who wrong you. For God lovers, I would say that our God is a God of absolute balance. He created the universe and the universe always tilts towards balance. There can't be good if there isn't bad. There can't be light if there isn't dark. The whole universe always tilts towards balance. Even if they outlast you and you're the one who winds up leaving a job, take comfort in knowing That, as a wise yogi said, we do not see the world as it is, but as we are. People who have anger, bitterness, and general ugliness inside them cannot find true happiness in those kinds of behaviors. You don't need to make them miserable. They will be miserable all by themselves. Just like I didn't need to find ways to sabotage and push that paralegal off the professional cliff, she ran to the edge and dived off all by herself. So how do you survive toxic colleagues? There is no one way. There are any number of measures and some of them will work for you and some of them will be more and less effective, but don't stop looking for ways to cope in healthy ways. 
Confide in people you trust so you have an outlet to vent and so also that you get good advice. Start every day in meditation and set your intentions to speak your truth gently and with respect and never take personally what is ultimately someone else's baggage. God lovers, seek and lean on God's wisdom and guidance because you know that if God puts you in that position, there are valuable lessons for you to learn and opportunities for you to grow. Share this episode with a friend who is having a hard time with their coworkers this week, or even if they're having hard times with other interpersonal relationships. Until next time, be mindful and be well. Thank you for listening to Mindful in 5. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend, follow and rate it on your favorite podcast platform. Pick up your signed copy of the book and journal from SpeedwayJefferson.com or unsigned copies from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get your books. Visit SpeedwayJefferson.com to download sample chapters of the book, watch videos, and become a mindful ninja. Join us on the LinkedIn Mindful in 5 group and share your thoughts. Until next time, be mindful and be well.